It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Reds podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Jeff Carr. I'm your host and super fan of the Cincinnati Reds, and I've turned my addiction into information for you. Each and every day, I'm going to bring you news, rumors, transactions, everything about the Cincinnati Reds. Thanks for joining me. Let's jump into today's episode. Spring training is happening, games are being played, outs are being made, and hits are being had. We're going to talk a lot more about that here later on in the week. Today, we're continuing the Locked On NL Central Roundtable. Me and every other single Locked On, wow, that's terrible English, every single Locked On NL Central host got together and did a preview, a high-level overview of the season on last er, yesterday's episode. Now on today's episode, we'll be talking a little bit more about prospects and some bold predictions as well. Before we jump into all of that, though, make sure that you are subscribed. That way you don't miss anything I got coming for you this spring training. We've got lots of great podcasts coming as spring training rolls along, including Wednesday. We're going to have a more focused crossover podcast with the Lockdown Pirates host, Ethan Smith, and that's on Wednesday. And then Thursday and Friday, we're going to wrap up what is this first week of spring training games. So make sure that you're subscribed. Also, follow me on Twitter for more spring training content and information at Jeff Carr with three F's and follow the show at Lockdown Reds. And also save that Lockdown Reds line number into your phone at 513-549-0159 for questions, reactions, whatever you've got, whatever's on your mind. Just don't overreact too quickly to the early spring results. All right, we'll jump right back in to the Lockdown NL Central Roundtable. I'm going to go ahead and and skip Sean. I'm going to go first instead of Sean. But um, um, in terms of prospects (laughs) for for the Cardinals, I feel like I'm kind of with you, Jeff, in terms of like don't consider him a prospect anymore because he's going to make the major league team. That's Dylan Dylan Carlson. He's still ranked number one in terms of the prospect board, but he's going to be the starting probably right fielder. Um, So beyond him, you've got the the name of Matthew Librutor, who everybody knows came over from the Randy Rosarena trade before Randy Rosarena lost his mind in October. Um, and then who might make the, the the staff out of spring training. He's got to pitch really well. and Everybody else has pitched really bad for that to happen, but there's a chance. And then beyond that, you've got Nolan Gorman, who's been the top third base prospect for, um, for a long time. But now Nolan Arenado, he's been actually taking uh, infield practice at second base. So you, you've got him that, that could see a delayed um a delayed jump now because he's transitioning to a different position. Um, and then beyond him, you've got a, a lot of guys that are going to be 2022 and three and beyond Ivan Herrera. They're really high on as a catcher um, who they're seeing as like this Kisner guy is going to start next year and be like the bridge between the Yadier Molina era and the Ivan Herrera era. Um, Cause they're really high on Ivan Herrera as a catcher. Um, 
but, but beyond that, they've still got um, Eluhuis Montero, who's a third base prospect, and Jordan Walker, who they drafted as a third baseman. That again, that's that's four or five years down the road. But they're really top heavy on their prospects. I mean, you you might be able to find a a, a gem down the line a little bit, but they're, they're really high on Liberator, Gorman, and Carlson, who who still is considered a prospect. So um, so that's the Cardinal situation. But Sean, what about the Cubs? Yeah, their their prospect systems probably uh, a lot of these guys are, are 2023, 2024. Um, the the two guys that they're really key on, maybe a third guy too, would be like Edward Elzale, who uh, who got a real shot at the rotation last year. Looks like he's probably gonna be the fourth or fifth starter this year for the Cubs. Um, and then you look at Bradley Marquez, who's probably the best pitching prospect the Cubs have developed since the Epstein era kind of started, and it's like ended, but not really. It's the same regime, just. Jed Hoyer's in charge now. Um, it's their first real pitcher that they developed, and they're really excited about him. They got to see him in the last game of the season last year against the White Sox, and he looked really good for two batters. He struck out Jose Abreu, which was awesome. And then the Cubs <laughs> were up, I think, like 12-2, to two, and he gave up eight runs in two-thirds of an inning. Um, so he that. kind of imploded. A little bit, little bit of a nerve sort of situation, but he's a guy that we're really paying attention to. Has really plus stuff, triple-digit fastball with a slider that comes in at like 94 miles an hour. Insane break. He's, he's filled healthy he needs to learn his control though so he'll probably end up in single double a next this year and maybe have a chance to make this roster the cubs need a postseason maybe september call type of move um the only bat they really have right now that's probably really close to being major league ready is brennan davis he's kind of doing a similar situation where he's up with spring training right now but he's just kind of a part of the workouts or whatnot he was part of the satellite team last year um he's a guy that could make an impact this year but probably will be a starter next year i would guess assuming jack peterson um doesn't stay around much longer after one year i would assume mm-hmm. davis probably steps into one of those outfield roles um but in terms of everything else they got a, a handful of guys four prospects from the u darvish trade that they really like um one of the best names out of there is reggie perciato uh i think it's a switch hitting shortstop who uh will probably get moved over to the third base but a lot of these guys just haven't had a ton of like we talked to major league experience i think the cubs are going to get a better idea of what this system looked like in the next few months, uh, especially with like some of their prospects, like Ed Howard was their first pick last year and he hasn't played baseball since like, I think like May of 2019, he didn't play his senior season at Mount Carmel Hill in Illinois. So um, there's a lot of guys the Cubs just aren't sure about. So it would be crazy to see the Cubs system maybe shoot up a little bit, but that could very well happen with some of the guys they got from the Padres, as well as like some of these guys getting better grades. Now that we've seen them in a minor league system. So it's probably not a lot coming this year, but, future the cubs at least restock them that farm system hoping for some top 100 players coming down the line yeah, yeah. and i wanted to you guys were asking for the next next devin williams i wanted to give you a name and i kind of didn't want to throw it out there because i'm in a deep fantasy draft and i don't want anybody stealing him but uh, <laughs> that's fair <laughs> uh, drew rasmussen he's a guy that came up last year and got kind of a cup of coffee he's a guy that if he fully, you know, commits to the bullpen role, he's been kind of a starter in the minors. But if they fully turn him into a bullpen guy, he's got closer stuff and closer potential. And I think he's going to start the year in the Brewers bullpen. So uh, Drew Asmussen, he's a guy that keep an eye on is perhaps the next big bullpen ace for the Brewers. I like marking it. that down. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not trying to get struck out 12 times by the yeah. bullpen by the Brewers again. Yeah. But, I like it, but I also am very terrified of that name for now, for now until forever. But right, <laughs> right. I don't know if anybody so else... when he gets called out, when he gets called out of the bullpen, go get another beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, excellent. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if anybody else if, like plays out of the park baseball. It's just, like PC, an on, on, online game that you can like be general manager or whatever. I have before. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's funny, like hearing some of the names you mentioned, like Jake, you mentioned Garrett Anderson, Sean, um, Brendan Davis, and like me playing way too long into like 2020. Yeah. Like, nine, and like seeing those names and like recognizing them from this conversation. It, it's just kind of weird and, and you know, a fun little side tangent from, from the 20 year old here. But um, <laughs> the other question I think it's going to be interesting. I want everybody to, to, so we can go around, we can go the same order that we started in. Um, I want your, your projection for the win total for your team and then a bold prediction. If you're looking for some parts for your car, there is no better place than rockauto.com. They've got all the parts your car will ever need, and when you order your parts, they will deliver them right to your door. They've also got reliably low prices as well. Depending on what store you go to, you're probably going to see a pretty substantial markup. Rock Auto's not that way. And they've got all the best brands for your parts. If you're not necessarily mechanically inclined, though, they can help you find exactly what you need. Just head on over to rockauto.com. They've got an easy-to-use drop down list on the left side and they've got a chat feature that an expert customer service rep will help you out with rock auto has tons of experience getting the correct part to you so you know you can trust them head on over to rockauto.com and when you're checking out in the how'd you hear about us section type in locked on to let them know that your pal jeff sent you from the lockdown reds podcast that's rockauto.com and when you're checking out in the how'd you hear about us section type in locked on rockauto.com has all of the parts that your car will ever need and when you're done listening to this second part of the locked on nl central roundtable head on over to the locked on today podcast to get all of the biggest sports stories of the day peter bukowski from locked on packers hosts the podcast and brings you each and everything you should know from the world of sports every single day you can find locked on today wherever you get your podcasts and go as bold as you want but a bold prediction for your team in 2021 so ethan what you, you can kick us off and be as bold as you want here so as far as win total i'm not going to be bold with you probably like <laughs> 50 to 50 to maybe a max 70 wins i'd say the max is 70 so like that's but i in real like realistic terms like 62 to 70 wins as far as bold predictions go, I already did say I think Key Brian Hayes is going to win Rookie of the Year. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to double down on it and say he also wins Gold Glove at third base in the in National League this year. Not Silver Slugger because I don't think his bat is going to be as consistent as it was over 85 at-bats in 162 games. But if there's one thing I know about Key Brian Hayes is the kid can play defense. Mm -hmm. And I think that he's going to do it very well. I like it. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely think he, he's got he's competition. Fun. Yeah, he is. I think the, the rookie of the year one isn't as bold. I think he's got competition at rookie of the year with, with Dylan Carlson. But but we'll see how that goes. Um, <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me, honestly. Either way. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think there's a good shot of the rookie of the year coming out of the NL Central. But but Sean, what's your win total and what's your bold prediction? Uh, I think the Cubs are going to come in around 88, 89 wins. I think they might overperform a little bit. Um, I would say that's that's probably their ceiling i think i mean if this team doesn't hit and they do I, like they could easily trade play pieces at the deadline they're very much looking at the bottom line right now um something crazy could happen like that but honestly my my bold prediction is that they're going to extensions done with javier Baez and chris bryan wow i think they're both going to get resigned uh it's not like i know chris bryan has pushed really hard these last few weeks to try and start some conversations with the cubs again they're going to approach both like their four core guys being rizzo bryant Contreras, and bias at, at spring training it sounds like steam was already picking up for bias and his extension that makes sense he's super marketable here in chicago's yeah, jersey he, he, he was a stay. rookie 
Yeah, he did just mention yesterday he wants to be a Cub for life. And a lot of these guys have said this, but I think Brian going through the pandemic, having a kid during the pandemic too, as well as getting married the last couple of years, he's just, I think, really very much looking for security. He wants to play baseball for as long as he can, but he wants to make sure he's got a future beyond that. I don't really see him wanting to uproot his family and going other places. He's from Vegas originally, and that's where they live. But um, if I had to pick one thing, I think Chris Bryant extends. In terms of on-the-field production, though, I will say my bold prediction is that Jock Peterson can be an everyday player. All right. Pirates to get him so bad. <laughs> yeah, he would have been an awesome fit there. Um, plus, that would have been a sweet ballpark to see him in those. Those uh, I love those Pirate um what's it those pirate away jerseys that they've got the curse of riding on those are so those cool are i don't know why pittsburgh didn't do that soon they need but yeah it would have been cool to see jock in a jersey like that all yellow all honestly all i'm up for it 79 yeah uh, i go back and forth in the all yellow stuff but i don't know i i'm fine with like one-off okay, jerseys on, like that, that all yellow versus all blue wouldn't be awesome lucas that's the okay. all blue color rush versus the all yellows yeah. come on <laughs> yeah color rush the mlb <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeff Carr, what's your win? What's your win projection and your and your bold prediction? So here's the thing: they're they're one and the same. Although the the bold prediction is going to be multifaceted, but the win prediction is 86 because right now I think logically they're going to win between 77 and 83 games. I think they make up the gap, and I think there's a couple of guys that perform out of their socks. They win 86 games and. David Bell gets an extension because they make the playoffs and they win like, you know, maybe the wild card round or something like that, because right now he's going into a contract year. And if you ask 10 Reds fans what they think about David Bell, you're going to get 10 different answers because nobody knows. Nobody has any clue what they're thinking about the manager right now. I think this is the year that he holds down at least a contract extension. They keep him, they keep Derek Johnson, all that good stuff. They keep it rolling. And one more. And uh, we'll see what you think about this. But uh, I think a. Eugenio Suarez is going to finish the year as the best third baseman in the division. Wow. That, that, that's extremely bold. I feel like you've got two or three guys on this podcast right now that can challenge you on that. Eugenio Suarez. Was a run in the postseason this year? Yeah. I yeah, do it, love Suarez. Yeah, hopefully will, at least one more. I will say I do like Suarez, but he's no Arnado. I'm just going to say that there. So, uh, Jake, <laughs> what, what, what's your prediction or pro, uh, projection and bold, bold projection? Yeah, unfortunately, the Brewers are the one team in the division that won't be pushing you for the best third baseman in baseball unless they, <laughs> they make another move here. But, um, And I've done a win projection podcast and a bold prediction podcast, so make sure you check that out on Lockdown <laughs> Brewers. Um, little plug there. But uh, I got I got the Brewers winning uh, 80, 86 games this year, which I think is might be good enough to win the division um, still. Um, but I think that's a pretty, pretty safe pick for the Brewers. Obviously, if all their – like I said earlier, if all the lineup bounces back to their norms and and Burns and Woodruff stay healthy, they out the rotation, they could possibly go beyond that. But I think I think 86 a pretty safe win projection total for them right now. As far as bowl predictions, again, I did uh, just posted my bowl predictions podcast yesterday. Um, mine was that Luis Rice is going to win the job at shortstop. And that's more so just because I believe that's what the Brewers want to happen. It seems like that's what they want to happen. Uh, but going beyond that, another just big one for the Brewers. I think Kesson here is going to bounce back and you know hit 30 plus home runs this year. I think he's going to have a, a big year. Um, went back and looked at the you know the tape a lot from last year, and a lot of it was just timing, and that's just so hard to overcome in a shortened 2020 season. You don't get a normal spring training. You get off to a slow start. 
And again, just like, like a lot of the other Brewers hitters, they just seem to be pressing knowing that they got off to bad starts and couldn't recover. I think Keston's somebody, he's just too good of a hitter to be as bad as he was last year. Yeah, he's going to strike out a lot, but uh, you know he's more so of a 270, 280 hitter, and I think he has the power potential to hit 30-plus home runs. Where's he yeah, going to play with Juan? I, I was saying it. He, they're yeah, moving him to first base. First? He's okay. Gonna, really? Gonna first okay. Base. So that's the that's only thing fit. that does – that's the only thing that does scare me a little bit about it is that he's going to be learning a new position. So I don't know how that's going to affect him at the plate. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, eventually, you know, when the DH does come, he's going to be the perfect, you know, DH I was going to say, Brewers, but yeah, <laughs> that I was watching the Brewers play last year. I was like, man, this guy's a DH is exactly what you want. I mean, he's, yeah. he's got, he's not awful in the field, but yeah, if you 30 home runs to put on your, like in your lineup, especially for the Brewers who have a hard time mm. finding those type of guys. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's not a dude I want to see face with Christian yeah. Yelich in the lineup very often. <laughs> Craig Council basically said the other day in spring training that he still has his fingers crossed for the DH because they just have a ton of <laughs> ton of DHs yeah. on their team right now. They still got Daniel Vogelbach that's just sitting there. They don't that's know what right. to do with him. That's right, Dan Vogelbach, yeah. <laughs> Holy so crap, forgot about like, him. Council's like, maybe they'll throw it in there at the last second like they did with the extended playoffs last right, year. We'll, right. we'll make rule changes on opening day because that's what MLB apparently does. So, <laughs> Maybe some of these win predictions and bold predictions have got you thinking that you could probably make a couple of bucks off of our knowledge or off of your own sports knowledge. I've got the best place for you. It's betonline.ag. they got all the best lines. And when you look at the futures for the division – You've got the Cardinals at plus 105. you got the Reds and Brewers at plus 350. The Cubs are all the way down to plus 525. And then, of course, if you're really feeling like you can make a couple of bucks on something crazy happening, bet on the Pirates to win the NL Central. They're at plus 7,500, which means if you put $10 on them, you're going to win 750 if they win the division. Spoiler alert. They're not. But if you want to make a couple of bucks on your sports knowledge, head on over to betonline.ag today and set up your profile using the promo code LOCKED ON. You'll get 50% more on your initial deposit. That means you put in 100, you'll get an extra 50 just for typing in LOCKED ON. That's betonline.ag and the promo code LOCKED ON. For 50% more on your initial deposit, betonline.ag is the official sports gambling sponsor of the Locked On Podcast Network. We talked a little bit about prospects yesterday on the Roundtable Part 1. There's a great podcast for you each and every day that focuses on prospects from around the league. It's Locked On MOB Prospects, hosted by Aram Layton. I actually had him on the podcast a little bit earlier in the offseason. That was a great talk looking at the Reds farm system. Aram takes a look at every single prospect in Major League Baseball on a daily basis. Check out Locked On MLB Prospects wherever you get your podcasts. The, the DH would also be a good one for, for the shirt I'm wearing. It's, it's got to be the salsa uh, from from whenever Carpenter <laughs> went unconscious. So he would also be a nice fit for the DH as well. But um, in order for, for uh, or in terms of my win projection, Bet Online I think has their over under like 87 and a half, and I'm like probably overly excited. So I, I, I I'm gonna take the over um, if if I'm a betting man, and I'm gonna it, it, I know. I'm going to go 92 wins. I'm going to go way over. I'm going to set the Cardinals overperform 92. This offense has a lot of question marks. I understand that. But I'm really looking forward to what Harrison Bader does in the outfield as well as Tyler O'Neill. I think Carlson continues his second call-up stretch from last year. And I think the Cardinals break the 90-win plateau. 
it's not a guarantee. I think that that's probably that the ceiling is 90, 92. Um, I don't think this is a 95 win team by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but if everybody can stay healthy and everybody performs to the way that I think they can, um, especially in the outfield, I, I really do like their chances. And my bold prediction is going to be about the new acquisition. My bold prediction is Nolan Arnado wins the MVP. I, I think yeah. that, you know, despite leaving Colorado in his first year, I know that that, that, that has a lot of uh, storylines to it. I think Arnado has just fallen in love with St. Louis from what I've seen or read and watched his swing looks like it was pre 2020 really excited for what Arnado can do. And when he's got solid protection and Goldschmidt um, as well, um, I think it's going to do big things. I, I think my bold prediction is MVP Nolan Arnado 2021 as the best third baseman in the division. <laughs> Throw that in there. Gonna say, it's going to be hard to do as the second best third baseman. <laughs> <laughs> The second best there, baseman. It's also <laughs> funny too because I've had an article pulled up the whole time about like NL Central predictions and stuff, and this one literally has every team in the division being under 500, and the Cardinals winning the division at 79 and 80. That's, so, I mean, those predictions are no. Like I mean, like it's crazy though because it's 79 and 83 for the Cardinals, 77 and 85 for the Brewers, 76 and 86 for the Cubs, and 75 and 87 for the Reds. So they're separated by five. No, no like, way. Are, are those Pakota? So yeah. Oh, this is from MLB.com. Those are MLB doc, yeah. Those are yeah. Pakota. I know had like for whatever reason Pakota loved the Cubs despite them looking like yeah. they have garbage pitching. I was like, what eighty five wins? Like you gave yeah. us seventy nine last year with you, Darvish. Like what is going on? <laughs> I think those projections. Yeah. Here's the thing. Well, we love, I was gonna say, here's the thing. We love to take. We love to talk crap about our own division, but whenever other people talk crap about our division, they don't know. They don't understand. <laughs> they don't get it. We've they don't know, man. Pride, yeah. man. We've got pride in our division. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, that being said, I, I just picked the Cubs to win 89 games, and they're definitely not going to do that. <laughs> so, well, I think uh, – did you guys have any other things before we wrapped up? Any other last little uh, comments before we close out the show today? Well, the other thing to mention, aren't the NL Central's lined up with the AL Central and in interleague play this year, right? So, uh, I mean, the AL Central is not exactly a powerhouse either. So, No, the White Sox look really good, but – Beyond that, I mean, the Indians took like, a step back. Twins are kind of a toss-up. The Royals and Tigers, both Our bad. So that's Tigers, that's a yeah. huge plus. But, yeah, I mean, even just, like, the, the division playing each other, there's no way. We're not going to have three teams with 79 wins. Like, there's no. going to be a team that yeah. beats up on another team. So, And I will say that baseball is baseball is an incredibly hard sport to protect. So I'm not trying to, like, hate on the, the, the people who work there or whatever. So it is a hard thing to do. But at the same time, no, like someone's gonna get hot. Yeah, and someone's com- gonna like common sense dictates yeah, otherwise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah but no, that's a good point, Jake, about the division. I didn't think about that. And that, that is a good point. Yeah. Well, we are excited. If you guys uh, haven't heard, we will be doing some crossover shows later this week as well, where we get more specific with each teams. I know it sounds like Jeff and Ethan already have some plans for uh, debating who has some better food at the ballparks or whatnot. Mm-hmm. I, uh, from what I, I mean, since he's food at the ballpark is legendary status to me at this point so have i'm excited to try that out brother sandwich sir i've not no honestly oh, with That's how nice pittsburgh's that. field is i i wouldn't be surprised especially the food in pittsburgh's always good so i mean i mean guys i i will come to all your ballparks and try your food not i even, know not <laughs> for manny's manny sanguian has his own barbecue in center field is he really? Yeah, that's, that's why so if you ever cool. Watch Pirate games on like if you ever watch Pirate games, if your guy mm-hmm. hits a home run out of PNC Park in center field, you see a bunch of smoke coming up from the big green wall. Really, he's, he's grilling. Right <laughs> that's awesome. 
Well, guys, if you haven't yet, make sure you're following all of our hosts on Twitter. You can follow Jake Mastriani, uh, the host of the Lockdown Brewers show at Shortstop Ball, Ethan Smith, host of our Lockdown Pirates show at MVP Ethan, and then Lucas Smith. You can follow him at LJ Fastball. He's our host for Lockdown Cardinals show. But we are excited for the season. Like Jeff said at the top, we've got a full slate of guys who are covering these teams now for, the, I think, the first time in the Lockdown Network history. So it's going to be fun to have everyone working together, talking to each other, and obviously obviously uh, making fun of everyone's teams because what else are we going to do if not that? So, but keep an eye out for more specific crossover shows later this week as the lockdown, I think the entire lockdown MLB networks doing crossover shows mm-hmm. every Wednesday for the, for the foreseeable future. So keep an eye on that on Wednesdays, but uh, I'm Sean Sears. I forgot to say myself. I host the lockdown Cubs show. You can follow me on Twitter at Sean R Sears, but thanks for tuning in everyone. And of course, check out for uh, more shows here on the lockdown network. And like I always tell you, you can follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three F's. You can also follow the show at Lockdown Reds to get all kinds of great content whenever you're not listening to the podcast, especially with spring training going on. I'll have thoughts about games here and there, so you're not going to miss any of that. Or you're also not going to miss the podcast. Make sure that you are subscribed. Tomorrow, we've got Ethan Smith. You heard him a little bit here on this roundtable. He is the host of Locked On Pirates. We're going to take a more focused view on the Reds and Pirates rivalry on tomorrow's podcast. But that's it for today. Thank you so much for downloading and listening to the Locked On NL Central roundtable. We'll have a lot more focus on the Reds' first couple of spring training games coming up later this week. But for now, hope you guys have a great rest of your day, and I will talk to every single one of you tomorrow. Let's go Rex. Hey. Hey Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.